mark the radio dial setting at GameZillaMedia.com. Do not use your phone. It must be reserved for vital emergency messages so that you can receive official news and civil defense instructions on the Conrad frequency used in your area. Your life may depend on this. The last line of defense in major gaming news. GameZilla Alpha. Prepare to take shelter and obey instructions instantly. This is the underground resistance. Join the Alpha Force. This is the plan to help you and others who need you. A plan to live, to work, and fight as did your forefathers. Now, let's check the plan together step by step. GameZilla Alpha. Deadite alone again. Jazzy, Jazzy. Um, there's something on your hat. It looks like it kind of looks like a piece of shit. Um, it's a. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's just your destiny hat. My bad. Oh. Welcome back, me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, me. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, uh, uh, welcome to episode 55 of Gamesville Alpha. <laughs> Grimlock's back. I'm talking about myself in the third person now. Welcome back, me. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I'm no going to get a no recording. Can, I'm going to yeah, clip no one, that. <laughs> no clip one that. can see what I actually physically did, but for some reason I had <laughs> yeah, this like, this, that's like why I'm pose. La- that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> you did like... like the dead, the dead like robot yeah. arm hang like pose. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Oh, well, it's good to have you back. Yeah, good to no, have you back. I'm I'm happy to be back. I heard uh, I heard good things from your episode. I, I did take a listen. I don't appreciate all the negativity about um, myself. So I, I that part of it, I was like, can we just get to the interview? Because I'm tired. Of you guys shit on me. Okay, that that's my job. I shit on you guys. You're supposed to be the kind, caring people. <laughs> I'm the oh, asshole. Oh. We can't have multiple assholes because then everyone just starts to hate us. Well, it's all about balance, Jesse. You want to talk about assholes? If you listen to the two episodes before that one, you want to know who got shit on? Me! Yeah, that's normal, though. <laughs> but yeah, that was my first ever... It hurts my arms. I can't do yeah, it like it's you a, did it. Yeah, it's a weird pose. It doesn't feel good, You have to, you, but you got to be committed. You have to. It's The pain's worth it. <sighs> but anyways, um, that was my first episode that I've ever missed um, for the main shows, you know, GameZilla, GameZilla Alpha. So it was tough for me, but we, we had a lot going on. I had meetings. I had uh, I had a couple conference calls that we had to take care of for, you yeah. know, behind, <laughs> behind the scenes stuff. It's like you're a CEO all, all, of a company yeah, or something. All the stuff that I have to take care of that you guys don't. Okay. So I was like, listen, they're interviewing Breakfall Games. Jazzy Fiddle knows the company. He's met the people because he stood right next to me and, and <laughs> multiple met times. He has played, you know, played their games. And uh, you know, and I know Deadeye also has uh, enjoyed their products. He's never met them, but I'm like, those two can get the job done. So it was kind of my growing, like I grew up, I, I kind of, you know, I kind of just like had my moment. I was like, I need to let my baby birds fly. Yeah. I need to let these peacocks fly. Yeah. So um, I know peacocks can we technically flying. fly. And we were flying fine. But you guys, but you guys floated and, and yeah. glided fair, pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then you no, sent me out in the world with Dead Eye, and yeah. he like chewed one of my wings off. Like, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you weren't supposed to come back from that trip, but <laughs> here we are. Um, but no, uh, 
it was a it was a good show. You guys did a good job, and and here we are, episode fifty five. We don't have an interview for you this week. We finally get uh, a break from the interview. Yeah, and um, then right back at it. Yeah, few more knock right. Right. Yeah, we, but we got a break got, week. We got a filler episode. We were like, okay, it's been a while since we've had to do like an opinion piece or or anything other than interviews when it comes to Alpha. So we got to remember how to, and we got to remember what it's like for Grimlock and Jazzy to get at each other's throats. So right. we're like, well, what kind of topic can we, you know, focus on? And I was like, oh, well, you know, we could do, and before I could even finish, Jazzy's like, oh, we can do My Little Ponies against kitty cats brushing their teeth when dogs go and, you know, flick sand in uh, human buttholes. And I was like, Listen, that video is maybe impressive. I should. I was like, maybe I should never come back to the show. <laughs> That's that was my thought. I was like, maybe I made the right decision, and I'm now making the wrong decision. But don't worry, I came through for us. Okay, yeah, came through. Yeah, pink is for turtles. I don't want to say I came through. I want to say the the industry has really kind of given gifted this to us. Oh yeah, they gifted this to us because we had some announcements today from uh, the likes of Activision. Um, from the likes of some uh, Valve and and some other companies, all coming out, getting ready for E3. They're all flexing their their you know their muscles and getting ready to be like, you know, who's the biggest and baddest? And that's going to revolve heavily around. You ever notice how? Uh, hold on. You ever notice how it like, especially now, like this early before E3, they're all like flexing. But you know what they're saying? They're like, we're going to be at E3. Well, no shit, Activision. <laughs> like, I expect you to be at E3. They never say, like, hey, there's some big news coming out or whatever. They basically, hey, we're going to be at E3. Like, oh, well, no shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then now in this just, day and age, it, everything yeah. leaks. So yeah, it but, cracks me up that they, they, oh, we're going to be at E3. I think we're seeing we're going to see a trend at E3, and it worried me a little bit. So I brought up the idea that we should, uh, you know, talk about slash debate the concept that has Battle Royale in its short period of its lifespan reached the pinnacle and and the bubble's about to explode because just today alone we were told about multiple new Battle Royale modes being added to all these games that never had it. And so it brought it led me to this point where I'm like, I am fucking tired of hearing about games that are adding battle royale modes. I want to see, and this is crazy to think because again, it's not that old. I'm ready to see something new. Don't just fucking piggyback off Fortnite. And so what and I'm talking Fortnite about is not the goat in this situation, though. <laughs> we okay, we can cover that in a second. But battle royale, I think, is is out of control. Everyone wants to have their own version, but I think the problem is is that the the that g- the genre of game has is already saturated. It's already won. The the it's already dominated, and you wasting what I can only imagine is a decent amount of resources and manpower to try to what win a few percent of that for your game that isn't primarily focused on that. Okay, so that's what bothers me here is that we got we found out that Black Ops 4 is we already knew the game was coming, right? But now we found out it's going to have a battle royale mode. And instead, because you're getting a battle royale mode, you're not getting a campaign. No campaign. Because they looked at the achievements/trophies of people that have played previous games of theirs 
and the percentage, they didn't even give us a percentage. They said most people <laughs> did, not get, did not get all the trophies. Right. Now, let me ask you a question, and then we can get back into the Battle Royale. But in a campaign, if you play a campaign and you play half of it, 75% of it, 25% of it, but you enjoyed it, are you glad that the campaign was there? Do you have to finish every campaign in order to enjoy the campaign? No, I haven't finished a majority of campaigns of games I've played. So so for them to look at it and say, well, you know, only such a percentage, which again, they did <laughs> decided not to tell us because I think part of it's bullshit. No one completed the campaign doesn't mean that you shouldn't have a campaign. But whatever. I digress. We're not here to, to, to debate that. We're here to debate the fact that they did announce a battle royale for this. They told us nothing about it. They just said it's going to be there. Then, Grand Theft Auto V comes out of nowhere and says, we're going to put a battle royale mode in our game, too. <laughs> this that's, is that's, that's not, like, confirmed, though. That's just, like, we want to do it, too. No, they're doing it. They're, I, this is I'm like, not going to deny that the fact I think they will do it. Is it confirmed? Is it as but confirmed? Black Ops is, it is as confirmed con- that yeah. they're taking the campaign is out and putting Battle Royale. Is it as confirmed as Grand Theft Auto? No, but Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> it's getting it. Like, they're not removing anything for it, but they're, get, they're giving one. Fucking Battle Right, the new attack MOBA, is getting a Battle Royale. It, it already is a battle royale. It is a battle royale. Like, I mean, not not like of a large a scale. scale. Yeah, yeah, it's a miniature scale battle royale. <laughs> so we got that. Dota 2 bringing battle royale to No, its... I didn't hear this one. You didn't hear about this? No. Battle royale coming to Dota 2. I mean, they got to do something to keep up with League. <laughs> this isn't keeping up with League. Mini game Make mode a and League. Game. Mini game mode and League. Battle Royale. Dude, that would be nuts. If they made a map in, like, League. Imagine a map in League where they dropped 100 champions onto one battlefield. I, I <laughs> That would be you're playing, out of control. You're playing right into the into I know, I know. Game. I'm playing, playing right, right into it, it but yeah, I would. Yeah. Okay, listen, all right? It's like. I could take my favorite games as they do it. Would I like League a Battle is Royale like mode? Crack, and if they gave me a Battle Royale, it's like, give me a jar of crack. Yeah. Okay. It's like, hey, if we actually had a good Marvel vs. Capcom game that just came out, if we made it like a Battle Royale mode, would I be excited? Yeah, because it's Marvel vs. Capcom. Of course I would. But we don't have that. If they did it to League, would I be. Would I be. Would I play it? Yeah, I'd try it out, but I'm but what I'm getting at here is that Fortnite is king currently. currently. I know that I know yeah. they didn't I know they didn't, you know, they weren't always king, but they are king right now. They are the phenomenon of of battle royale. Agreed. So, Agreed. Yeah. So their game, what else can you do in their game other than battle royale? In Fortnite? Yeah. Um, there is a zombie horde lo- mode. That's a separate game that you have to pay for. Te- that you have to pay for. Technically, same game, different game mode, but nobody really knows or cares about that. Okay, let me rephrase this. If I don't want to spend a dollar, Jazzy, what can the Battle Royale mode, Battle Royale version of Fortnite do besides Battle Royale? Nothing. Nothing. It's a 100% focused on its genre. Mm-hmm. What can I do in Grand Theft Auto V, Jazzy? You can't even name everything that I can do. <laughs> that's, true. that's true. Okay, I Tons don't want all these companies, Riot included, I don't want them coming in here and saying, well, Fortnite's popular, so let's add a Battle Royale mode to our game. You're already focusing on so much, that Battle Royale mode will not be, it's not getting the attention it, it, it needs, and 
you're taking attention away from other aspects of your game to make this battle royale mode. So does other parts of your game suffer because you are worried about this battle royale mode? Because let's also be fair and say that battle royale mo- uh, games are a service game. They're they're play play service game. What that means is that they are a organic alive, always having to be paid attention to, always have to make adjustments, always have to rebalance as players find new ways to not cheat but find advantages and maybe they're too OP, you know, type thing. Like Fortnite exp- shows you there's patches that come out almost weekly for that game. Because they have yeah, yeah, because they have to. So if you're a game that's Grand Theft Auto Five, and you're, God, how many years old is Grand Theft Auto Five? and now you're implementing this whole new structure, it just, to me, it's not going to be as good as anything else. And so what does that do to the genre? It waters it down. It cheapens it. And I, I'm just sitting here looking at it like, what's next? Are we going to get, you know... Um, are we going to get Skylanders Battle Royale for kids? And all of a sudden, you know, like we already have mobile phone games that are, well, we have PUBG and we have Fortnite, but we have we have 17,000 ripoffs of each one. And I'm not even done naming all the all of the fucking Battle Royale, just straight up Battle Royale games like The Calling and Radical Heights, which failed miserably. It was only out a month and it failed. I mean, if we're going to be technical, if you want to get real technical with this, there's... Really, take mobile out of it. Mobile's not a real thing, all right? Your phone is for calling and texting Mobile's not a real thing. You're telling me the millions of dollars that Fortnite makes every day off mobile alone means that that mobile doesn't count for Battle Royale. Correct. Um, The children that aren't getting their education in school right now because they're too busy playing against each other in school. Now, let's be real. They weren't getting their education even before Fortnite came out. No comment. (laughs) Anyways, there's really only three games. There's only three games that are out, not in some sort of like beta early access. You need a special key in order to play. Three. Well, okay, that are out right now. Correct. That's fine. But we're going into E3, where I think the hot button, like the hot topic, is. Everyone's adding Battle Royale to their games. Listen, I, that doesn't matter. We're talking about the here and the now. No, there are not. three <laughs> games that are Battle Royale. If at the end of 2018 there's 23, I don't care. You We're should. talking about right now. Okay, if if it causes a problem with your your love of League of Legends, that's not okay for you. No, it's not. If, if it causes an issue that... Be, okay, I, I brought this up in the not that long ago. But we've seen what happens when a market or a, and we'll keep saying genre, right? A genre of a game explodes. We've seen it. And that example that I always like to give is music rhythm games. Guitar Hero and Rock Band being the two that I'm going to focus on heavily here. They were awesome. We all played them till we had Carpal Tunnel, okay? We played them until it felt like our hands were going to fall off of our arms, and then they died hard. I mean, they fucking drove off a cliff, Jazzy. Yeah, it wasn't true. like, oh, these games are getting worse. It was like, dead, gone. Yeah, but Fuck they had a good shit. two-year run, okay? I threw all my shit in the trash because no one would even take it. I, I took my drum sets and my guitars up to a store, and they were like, you got to pay us to take this stuff off of you. I oh, was like, yeah. what? I tossed mine. I left it in the road. I was like, here. 
Here, wild wolves, just take it and use it for shelter or something. I don't know. No one wants this shit. That's how bad it got. And I don't, like, as much as I've enjoyed Fortnite and I've enjoyed PUBG, I don't want to see another, like, this has been one of the best things to happen for the gaming industry, you know, recently, as far as a resurgence in the gaming industry and bringing, you know, whatever, fringe gamers Okay, bringing people that aren't that that weren't playing PS4 and they weren't PC gamers and they weren't this stuff, but they did have mobile phones or they were thinking about getting into console gaming. And that game, because it became so mainstream, Fortnite I'm referencing, became so mainstream, it brought brought new gamers in, people that that have never visited or never thought they were going to be this serious into gaming. It brought them in. Like I talked to people about Fortnite that. You know, before Fortnite, didn't give two shits about any word video game related that I've right. ever spoken. And now they're like, name a I game. play Fortnite with my kids. It's great. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that's cool, man. That's really name good a game. Hear. Name a game that's brought people that weren't gamers to the gaming scene before Fortnite. I could think of one. Wii Sports. I wouldn't even go with Wii Sports. Well, I think of Wii Sports because my parents have never been gamers, and and they both yeah yeah okay, they both okay, okay. the that's the Wii though the Wii did that initially right because it was such a family oriented device. I'm thinking more recent. More recent, I would probably say, um, well, I don't know what's one you have. I'll give you the hint, and then you'll get it right away. Okay, it's a mobile game. It's a mobile game. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pokemon Go. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mobile. Yeah, Pokemon Go definitely broke the the gamer level beyond beyond gamers. Yeah, hundred percent right. That is a good one. So yeah, it doesn't happen often. I mean, you know, and and people can argue maybe a few other games out there, but nothing on the level of Pokemon Go. Nothing on the level of the Wii at launch. And I use Wii Sports because it was bundled with every single Wii. Right. And like my mom wanted to bowl all the time. My dad wanted to play tennis all the time. You know, it's not I could I couldn't get a controller in their hands before that game. So, um, here we are again now with Fortnite, and it's doing that same thing. You got dads playing this game with their kids because their kids are so obsessed with it. And some people look at it in a bad way because it is it has become crazy. But at the same time, it is it is something that is on a level that we've never seen. Um, we've never seen this. Like, even we talk about the Wii, we talk about uh, po- Pokemon Go, probably number-wise, is it comp- is there's comparison there. But again, for a game that is mobile, is console, is PC, you can play it anywhere, basically. Yeah. Not basically, you can play it anywhere. Um, that's impressive, and, and that's great. It, it, it will eventually fade. It will eventually move around, but what you don't want to see is an unhealthy growth that oversaturates the market and causes the whole genre to just get pushed off the cliff. Like music rhythm games. Like, music rhythm tried to come back last year and couldn't. Like, it had been dead for, 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 I don't know, four or five years maybe? Like, it had been dead for a while and sure, there was like a a rhythm game here and there, but but there wasn't anything. And then Guitar Hero and Rock Band tried to come back. They tried yeah. to come back. I remember getting those bundles at my at my retail store. I got a pallet of be- between Xbox and PlayStation yeah. and both games, Rock Band and Guitar Hero. I got a pallet of ten units between. So that's only like one or two units for for each game in each each console, right? 
the pallet of 10 units. At the end of the season, guess how many I had uh, uh, still on that pallet? 10. <laughs> we didn't sell one goddamn rock band set or guitar hero set. Not one. Some of the guitar hero sets were at five below recently. I mean, they're <laughs> basically a dollar store, for God's sakes. That's how bad that industry ruined itself. So, again, if you appreciate Fortnite, if you appreciate some of the, you know, maybe you're not a Fortnite fan, maybe you're a PUBG fan, or hell, maybe you are excited, you're a Call of Duty fan and you're excited that you are getting a, a Battle Royale mode, understand that it's still not healthy for the industry to just sit there and be like, oh, you want to play God of War? Guess what? The next update's going to add the Battle Royale mode. And it's like, wait, it's a single-player game. Why would you? Like, that's what I don't want to see. We've seen it before in with genres that were like, this is hot. Let's all make a buck. Let's all make a quick buck. And then it killed it. And for, that, for those genres, they haven't been able to come back. So, again, if you like this version of gaming, you want balance. You want a healthy. Yeah. You want a healthy environment. It's Duh. honestly going to come down to how well some of these other ones that are trying to come out succeed and or don't succeed. How as, as to as to whether how as, well do you think a battle Roy, battle royale mode in Call of Duty is going to succeed? It, it's it's going to be awful. And it may. And here's the thing: like people might get mad at me when they listen to this episode. I don't mean like 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 clearly. Treyarch or or or, or uh, Infinity Ward or whoever it is that's going to be that's working on this particular game, um, like they're capable of making video games. They've proven that time and time again. Which means they're they're capable. Battle Royale isn't like I don't believe someone ever thought of this idea. It's amazing. The game was built because of Hunger Games. It literally someone went and watched Hunger Games and went, "Huh, I can make a mod of that on Minecraft. That would be fun." That like. This is built off because of a movie, mm-hmm. you know. So the whole thing about this idea being like it's addicting and people are enjoying it right now, but like th- the Call of Duty creators are going to be able to mimic it. Is what I'm saying. Anybody can can mimic a battle royale. It can, will it be buggy? Will it have problems? Maybe. But I think again, like people like. Um, we don't know Battlefield yet. Battlefield Five is going to be revealed here or whatever, and it very well could have bat- could have a battle royale mode too. But like when you're throwing, Bungie it- might put battle royale mode in Destiny. In Destiny too, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, honestly, it might be their best move because they can't seem to think of anything creative. So why not copy off everybody else? But I digress again. Let me just <laughs> let me just get past. <laughs> sorry, I looked at your hat real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me just let me just look away from you. Goat. Goat. Ugh. Ugh. Maybe like Goat Destiny, Dong. This is Destiny One. Do you see a two on this hat? No. Maybe like de- maybe like Goat Dong. Goat. Dong. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyways, first of all, let me tell you something about your facts. All right. <laughs> the battle royale industry is way older than that. Listen, it was created back in 2016, right around when the Hunger Games came out. But <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean older than that? Like I already talked about its origin. <laughs> but. Honestly, here's here's the problem or the concern I see with this is I I think that the battle royale industry currently, like in right now's state, is healthy. But we only have those three games, and then the, and then their mobile whatever the you know versions of them. I think once you start adding all these other ones in, then that's when you're going to have to start worried worrying about this type of game, right? Because it's not the 
so they have like a VR version coming out. Okay, at least it's its own game. Like once you start start to get this Black Ops and oh, they're gonna put it in Battlefield and oh, they're gonna it's put just it a in, mode. Yeah, it's a mode, right? Like if Riot put it into like I wouldn't want. I don't want that. You're known as a specific genre of game, and people have been Black Ops. People have been buying your games for years because you're a. a a fast-paced first-person shooter that right. everybody likes to play. Right. Stick to that, and people will still buy your game. You don't have to like piggyback off the success over here thinking you're going to skyrocket yourself somewhere where, guess what, you's not because Fortnite's already claimed the success over here. Yeah. Well, the problem is... You is stick to what you're good at and keep your following. It's all the quick buck, though. The problem is that they will, at least for this game. And then when people get it and go, oh, wow, Fortnite's way better in the sense of Battle Royale... Right. Then, then like next year, watch a lot of these. Watch a lot like when Black. Well, Black Ops won't be the next one. It'll be you know they rotate. But let's just say Black Ops Five came out next year, and Battle Royale's not in it. It's it's possible, right? <laughs> so no, for sure, because your game's not a battle royale. It's just a mode of your game. So right. and my whole my whole thing about that that's just that's just a cash grab. It's just like a it's hot right now. I want to make money. You know, we just talked about how video games cost way too much to produce, so they have to try to they have to try to add value to it to sell more copies. And let's be honest, because it's a service style game mode that's always going to be evolving and have season passes and have battle passes and all these things, um, it's also a way to continuously earn revenue off of a game. But the question is, is Fortnite 2 isn't coming out right now. You have Fortnite, and it just changes every week. And every month, and every couple months, you get a new season. Right. And you have to buy stuff, right? If you, want, if you want the full experience, you're buying the Battle Pass every season. And you're buying all these things, right? They're, they're generating money every day. My concern is, I'm, you know, when I look at the business plan of Call of Duty, for example, is that every year I get a new Call of Duty. Every year they expect me to buy a $60 game. Now, what happens, because especially the fact that you're not releasing a Black Ops every year, you're going Black Ops, Modern Warfare, Black Ops, Advanced Warfare, Black Ops, right? You rotate. So what happens when you do stick Battle Royale around and it comes out, you know, version 2.0 comes out in the next Black Ops, but there's no progression from the first game because it's a different game. Where Fortnite, every season goes along, and whatever I earn, I take with me, and it's a service. So it just keeps it keeps evolving and growing. It's like um, it's like you know, Overwatch is kind of the same way. Is that we aren't we don't believe we'll see Overwatch two in a long time for a long time because Overwatch just grows as Overwatch. It's it's a live growing, ever changing environment. Um, you know, you could argue that World of Warcraft is the same way. Yes, there's expansions. But it's still technically the same core game that you've played for for God, how long? Yeah, like four, God, fourteen, fifteen yeah. years now. That's right, crazy up there. So you know, my problem with is that these games coming out like uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto Five is old, and it's and they've they've kind of gone service based with its online functionality. But Call of Duty is a yearly game, you know, and that that to me is one of those games that's like that's a flag right there, is that. If it has progression and it has uh, season passes and it has a lot of those things, then to get the next version, it's another $60 buy-in and then start over. And the next version is another $60 buy-in and then start over. Right. And that, to me, is so broken compared to what the that's, – that's the opposite of Fortnite's success. Okay, Fortnite as a game is fun, 
But let's not sit here and say the mechanics and everything about Fortnite are perfect, and that's why the game's successful. They have created it to be addicting. They've created it in, in the mechanics of it. They're like, this season's superheroes. And I was like, take my money. Let's do this. I got 100 levels to grind because I like superheroes. That, and then they were like, and here comes the Thanos mode. And I was like, I just saw Infinity War. Let's do this. Like, they're <sighs> smart about it, and they just keep feeding us what we want, and we just keep coming back. And it's yep. like, well, that skin's only 20 bucks. Okay. And then just like we've talked about League of Legends over the past, you know, year, however many years we've been involved with that, it's like, Oh, wow. Um, over here, I bought a couple $60 games. League of Legends has made $2,560 off of me because they're <laughs> fucking smart. Like, yeah, yeah. that's the difference. And if and, and these companies over here are like, we want part of that, but our business model is completely different. And so that's that worries me, that they're going to damage the genre because they're just trying to grab a buck here. And there. Right. So I think that the... The game type itself being a battle royale, the way that it's going to survive, there's a couple key things that need to happen, okay? First off, they need to be able to outshine, which I don't think Fortnite, PUBG, or H1Z1, to be honest with you, are going to have a problem with anything that's coming in, into the market. I don't think that anything is going to come out that's going to be like, oh, I mean, look, Radical Heights came out early access and already said they're not coming out anymore. Like, they've already basically well, said Well, their company like, closed. Their company just... just to be fair, yeah. they were struggling already. Lawbreakers... This was Cliffy B's company. Right. Lawbreakers was a failure, unfortunately. Didn't take off the way they expected it. They lost a lot because of that. Right. They moved quick with Radical Heights to see if they could, like, shift gears, and they couldn't, right? They just couldn't... Be, they couldn't survive. So I don't want to sit there and say... Because of Radical Heights, they died. They were already hurting. They were already hurting, right. But still, you're right. Here's a game that like came out that, you know, at, at first glance was like, ooh, what's this? But yeah, it's gone already. Yeah. So I think being able to keep those games at bay and like not... So I, I looked it up, right? Between the speculations of what we could see at E3 and stuff that's already slotted either in early access or will be in early access by the end of 2018, guess how many Battle Royale mode types of games are on the docket? I don't know. 13. That's a lot. Just 13. for E3. Two of them being VR. Just for E3. Yeah, well, v- <laughs> so those so two don't Yeah, those don't count 11 then. No, but... But that's a lot. So, so those 13 have to basically... One, if not two of those, can't take off. Because if they take off, you're literally hurting your industry over here, I think. Fortnite and PUBG, I'm going to name those two big ones, are basically owning the Battle Royale right now. And if something else comes out that's drawing the attention of their fan base away over here, and you're giving people too many options, your genre is going to struggle. Yeah, so here's, here's, here's my solution to you, too. I don't like them trying to slap on Battle Royale to an existing game. Not a fan of that concept. Not at all. But if I'm Riot... Okay, and I have a I have a hell of a team to work on things, and they are working on stuff already that we've heard rumors of. The battle royale game is its own game. It's Riot's other game. Mm-hmm. It's Riot's other league. They start to form. It's Riot. Riot now has the League of Legends stuff going on, and has the whatever you're going to call this game over here. Here's the advantage, though: copy Blizzard's business model. Okay, build new characters. Because you have done a great job at creating characters that people like and love and cosplay as and just 
spend money just because it's the character they care about. Right. But every once in a while, you pluck a League of Legends character and you drop them over here. So then me and Jazzy, who are over there playing League, I'm like, man, did you hear what? Ash is now over in fucking, you know, the Battle Royale game that Riot's making. Like, you could play her right now. Oh, well, we got to go try it. Like, th- what do you think happened when Heroes of the Storm launched, right? I was like, oh, yeah, another MOBA. That's cool. And they were like, you could play as Tracer. I was like, I got to try this. And it wasn't anything special. It was still a MOBA. It was still like, yeah, my skin was Tracer. And she had some of her, like, techniques. You know, her abilities were just scaled con- to work Converted MOBA. to MOBA form. Yeah. But it works. Like, when we heard Diablo was in Heroes of the Storm... That was exciting. They pull just some of their characters from all their other products, and they sprinkle them in to a a separate game. That way, when I look at that game and I go, um, Riot Games, they have uh, the most successful MOBA in the world, Oh, and they have this new Battle Royale game. They don't have the most successful MOBA that has a Battle Royale next to it in case, you know, that no one cares right. about. That no one really gives a shit about, let's be honest. And, and the scary part is, let's say they did slap it onto League of Legends, and it did take off. I don't think they be- know what they do. And because, <laughs> well, yeah, right? But because of it, the MOBA side of League died, died a bit. That would upset me. Yeah. Like I don't, I yeah. I want my. League I think of, option A is is what Riot would do. I think Riot's too but so, into but, their product, yeah. which is League of Legends, that but, they they won't risk doing anything to that product. I think it just shocks so. to me when you look at like it's not hard to look at Blizzard and say Blizzard's doing a great job right now. They have Hearthstone, which is great, right? They have most popular card game in the world. Yeah, they have Overwatch League and Overwatch in general, which is su- yeah, uh, super popular yeah, right now. Right, one of the top shooters in the in the world. They have the most successful MMO in the world, like, and they have yep. and they have a MOBA over here that's not like again, it's not, it's not top, what, it's not great, but it's there, right? They didn't try to mash that into anything. Yeah. They, they they separated everything, and they have all these assets now, and they they've they've diversified themselves, verse like, and part of me is confused because when you look at Call of Duty. It's like it's Activision, right? Which Activision is Blizzard. Right. You know? And so for me, I'm like, w- this business model over here proves itself so well that why wouldn't it start being mimicked in other places where it's like, why, even if you wanted to make a Battle Royale, just like make it free, right? Like copy Fortnite and be like, here's the Call of Duty Battle Royale. It'll be available in November. Um, the, the, our regular Call of Duty for the year of 2018 yeah, is, coming multiplayer out, and campaign. is coming out in November as well, but you will not need to buy this game to play the Battle Royale, just like Fortnite, right? Mm-hmm. Copy that business model. It's not, you're allowed to do that. Like, it's, you're not stealing anything. And then, you know, build your own Battle Royale based around Call of Duty and, and, you know, maybe, and your fan base will play it and your fan base will buy season passes or battle passes or whatever you want to call them it'll happen you right. don't need to like attach it to the disc and and lock it into this 60 dollars purchase every year and so i'm just confused by it and 13 coming to e3 tells me there's 13 companies that are all taking resources and and manpower to do this when they could be trying new things and i and i know people are going to be like grimlock it's about money, man. They got to make money. 
you know, so like they're gonna do this. It makes more sense. But I'm a I'm I'm an artist, right? I'm a creator, and I look at this sense of like when you want a healthy industry, you need new things being made. The battle royale explosion was cool because it was a new thing. You missed the boat. You're not Fortnite. You're not PUBG. You never will be. You need to find the next thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Destiny add Battle Royale. I want to see Destiny fix their game and add something new because their Battle Royale isn't going to be any different than anybody else's Battle Royale other than the fact, like, well, I'm a Guardian and I can float. Like, there's... Right. You're, no... I don't believe, and, and hopefully someone proves me wrong, how do you technically separate yourself in a Battle Royale scene other with other than... The fact that your mechanics are different of your game. So Call of Duty is going to be different because it's Call of Duty mechanics and, and style versus Fortnite, which is, you know, different. Right. But, you know, it'd be like a Tom Clancy Ghost Recon third person came out and said, we're going to do a battle royale. I'd be like, PUBG's already got you beat, man. You're a serious third person shooter. They're a serious third person battle royale. It's not worth it. Right. It's not worth it. Yeah. And I think that's what the success of Fortnite was was over PUBG is it took all that seriousness and gave you something more uh, goofy and fun and obviously cartoony and then made it addicting by yeah. doing the battle pass and being very smart with new skins like every other week. Like they, there's no joke that Epic is doing a great job of making sure that they're keeping up with the demand of the popularity of their game. Yeah, it's the same thing, like, and, and everyone's, you know, you can be mad at me because maybe you're a huge Battle Royale fan. You can disagree with me because you want you want companies to make money because you want them to survive. But the problem is, is like, they'll make, them, they'll make money right now, but will, they, will it cost them a ton of money in the end because it didn't work out and they have to shift gears? And I'm, I'm not saying every decision is works for every company mm-hmm. and companies like Activision, you know, and um Rockstar who are doing this, th- yeah, you know what, if they fall flat on their face and make the worst battle royale game ever, they'll be fine after. I get it. But there are other companies like like Cliffy B's company that if it doesn't work, they're gone. Yep. And that's bad. It's the same sense that I had a few years back when we were going to conventions and we saw Everybody with what on their heads, Jazzy? Um, why am I drawing blank? You the, own um, you own one. Yeah, the um, VR, the VR. Yeah, <laughs> virtually. I, yeah, I don't know why a blank. Right He's there. waving I'm his like, fingers yeah, in, front in front of his eyeballs, of eyes, like, like the, he knows. the eyepiece. The eyepiece. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was pushing VR. And this year we went there and hardly anybody. hardly anybody. And here's the scary part is that the people that were pushing VR, they weren't there. We didn't, the people, like some of the companies were, that we made notes of were like, oh, I like, I'm, I'm kind of liking this company. They just, they were gone. So either A, they're still working on VR, but they, they didn't want to pay the money to be there. Right. Or, you know, it cost them their company. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, yeah, we can sit here and look at the big boys right now and we can argue about, should they do this or not? And in the end, they'll come out of it on the other side and they'll they'll reinvent themselves or they'll fix it or they'll or they'll launch a new IP because they have a shit ton of money in the bank. But the difference here is that the medium size and the small guys, if it don't work, that could be it for them. Yeah. 
And that's that's scary stuff. And for me, it's like, I just don't like... I'm all about Fortnite telling me what's next and, and even PUBG. You know, like, I don't play a lot of PUBG, but, you know, like, I'm all about those guys. And I am all about innovation within a genre. So, like, I do like the idea that some companies might try something. I just think a lot of these companies are going about it the wrong way and they're rushing it. And what we saw with the, mu- with the music rhythm genre is that it got rushed real fast, it got shitty real fast, and then it died real fast because they couldn't recover. Yep. Yeah, I think another thing that is so healthy about the Battle Royale genre right now that is going to see a hit, and I don't want to see these games that are super popular right now basically fall off the face of the earth like your your music game genre is the popularity in popular streamers. So you've got Ninja, who's the number one streamer in the world right now, primarily Fortnite, right? Fortnite kind of gave him his call, call I mean, to not, fame. Not you, he is Fortnite. He is, he is Fortnite, right? I mean, yeah, he might stream a game here and there that's different, but he, he is Fortnite. Right. And they've got all these other big-name streamers that are, that are hopping on board. So you're, you're Dr. Disrespect playing Fortnite. You're Summit 1G's playing Fortnite. You're Tim the Tatman playing Fortnite, like Drake for crying out loud is coming out and playing Fortnite with Ninja. Like you've got people playing Fortnite and eventually that is going to get old for these streamers and they're going to move on to the next hot thing. And how bad does the industry take a hit when the faces of this industry leave. Well the other problem too that you have to you have to look at the ripple effect too, right? Is the idea is that is that yeah, the industry would would, would hurt because of it, because of the exposure that they're getting on a daily basis. But how bad does it hurt Twitch and hurt these streamers? Because the next game that becomes popular doesn't necessarily guarantee that that game is the next Fortnite. Right. We might not have another game that explodes this large for years. For, for who knows how. You, we don't know, right? So the problem is, is that when that happens, how many of them go to Call of Duty? How many of them go to Destiny? How many of them go over to Overwatch? How many, you know, they spread out. What happens when they spread out? They, every, all, all, those, all those viewers go, oh, well, you know, all the viewers that were there to watch Fortnite are gone. And then all the viewers that were just truly fans of that streamer, you're going to lose a percentage of them because they don't like watching Overwatch or they don't or they don't care about Call of Duty, you know. So the the problem is is that everybody gets hurt when this game starts to when this game starts to slow down. So if you accelerate that in an unhealthy way and drive it off a cliff, you could damage heavily. Yep. Not only your genre, not only the game industry, not only developers, but streamers. Twitch as a as a platform, everything is affected by yeah. it. So the other thing that is a main concern for me, but also if you're listening, Blue Hole and Epic, this is Blue Hole, you're a little ahead of the game, but Epic mostly. This is the one thing that is going to save your genre of game and make it go for as long as it possibly can, and that is the birth and uprise of esports. Figure out a way to get these top-level players that are streaming your game and playing your game on a day-to-day basis to stay playing your game. What's the way to do that? Make it a sport. 100%. That's the only... Honestly, I believe... I honestly believe it's why League of Legends is still alive. 
I don't like league. I don't mean league would be dead, but like when you think of the evolution of league, if you if you go to YouTube and you search League of Legends season one, you don't even recognize the game. Yeah, it's changed that much. But the only reason they've been able to do that is because of the success that they've had by turning this into a competition and, and an actual league and a sport, you know, and and generating this whole continuous world. And we just, you know, for us here in North America, we just got the franchise um, system in place, and now players seem to be very happy with their income and all this stuff. Now, it's it's so hard at this point because no one can afford to pay um, Ninja what he makes on a monthly basis right. to be a pro player of of Fortnite. So now, so so what's the answer? I don't know because you know he has to want to play on a competitive level, and you know you look at uh, players like Shroud, right? Shroud for C nine, mm-hmm. uh, who retired from professional gaming. Uh, he was at at the peak of his of his skill, you know, peak of his le- um, career. He was playing CS:GO and was amazing. People, you know, people loved watching him. He left to become a pre- professional streamer, and he just came out and said, "No one will ever amount, will ever surpass what Ninja has done." He doesn't believe there'll be another streamer that comes along and actually outdoes. What Ninja's done, and that's because it's a mix of things, right? It's the perfect storm, the perfect storm. that has to yeah. happen. The game has to be big. Here we are, Fortnite, the biggest game of all time, currently. What's the, we? There's no, there's no, no idea when or if that next game of this caliber will ever happen. We'd like to think it will. You know, Pokemon Go, like, not that Pokemon Go is going to be professional, but, you know, games like Pokemon Go, these these games that just become a, you know, that impact everyone's life, that actually go out there and just affect everyone, it doesn't happen often. And so I get what Shroud's saying, and that's the scary part is that Fortnite, like, no matter how well you take care of your game and how well you, you know, you care for things, it's always going to, it's going to slow down, right? right. You know? You could take it's almost it. a lottery if you think about it. Like, let, let's be honest. Like, nothing against Ninja because I love I love watching Ninja. I think he's a down to earth dude. He does so much for charity. You know, but, he does yeah. cooking streams with his wife. And it's like like he he's got it down and he knows how to stream and he knows how to stream well. But there's also other streamers that are, in my opinion, equally as good, if not a little sure. less good than Ninja. But he was there first. But he was there first. It's, so he 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 caught that lucky that lucky ball and people it, started following him and then it was so, just a snowball effect. It goes like, so far beyond that anybody though, right? else. If if Dr. Disrespect doesn't take a break from streaming, does he does he gain the traction does that he, he gained because he because he wouldn't be the guy anymore because Dr. Disrespect never left. Does you know and, and sure the other people would have still came out and had better skill, but he ne- but the but the number one guy never stepped aside to allow a no- a new number one to come in his place. And even when he's come back now, he's 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 kind of eaten up some of that, um, you know, those numbers. Not where it's hurting anybody, but still, the the idea here is that yeah, the game had to come out, then PUBG had to fumble, mm-hmm. then 
Dr. Disrespect stepped aside. It all just, like, when you talk a perfect storm, it's not just because the game landed and he decided to stream. So many factors happened to allow Epic to kind of just explode. So, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a super interesting time in gaming. It's a super interesting, like, concept of, of a, what's happening to this genre, but it's also we know how fragile these things can be, and the scary part is is that we're starting to see a picture that really reminds me of the music genre, mm-hmm. and if you want to go further back than that, let's look at Doom. Okay, let's go way back, and let's look at Doom, and then all the Doom clones that hit, to the point where there were so many Doom shooters that the market people got sick of them yeah people got tired and let's just and and not like id didn't help themselves at all by making bad by making a few bad games but what happened to doom it went away for a long time now doom has reinvented itself it's back people love it you know like so i'm not saying you know once once you fuck up and die and, and and crash and burn there's no coming back from it but it's hard, and harmonics yeah. harmonics is proving it to us because they aren't they couldn't bring their games back. They couldn't give those games away. Yeah, you hear that, No Man's Sky? There's still a chance for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but if someone else out there making a game like No Man's Sky, just do it right, and there's yeah. a chance for you. Honestly, if if there's a company out there that can that can give us what No Man's Sky was supposed to be from the beginning. One of the best games ever. The struggle I have with this, and then I think I can, uh, this is my last point I want to make on this topic, is when I think of Battle Royale, it's such a basic concept, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how, like, when we think of genres, I think of, like, shooters, or I think of, like, uh, you know, uh, simulation racing, or arcade racing, or platformers, or things like that, right? It's more broad in the sense that, like, it can evolve and people can try very interesting new things. Battle Royale, when you shift gears over here, it's like you can't necessarily change the idea of Last Man Standing, and like that—that is—that is the genre, that is the mm-hmm. point. You can't add a whole lot without people saying, "Well, now you're just." you know, turning it into a first-person standard shooter or whatever, right? Like, so, to me, my concern about why this bubble is so fragile and I don't like seeing it so inflated is that I don't believe this this concept of game can evolve fast without it just grabbing from other other aspects and, and creating a janky hybrid. And we've seen, like, you know, Destiny wanted to be this MMO shooter, right? And we were all like, oh my God, an MMO shooter. Like this, and then we played it and we were like, this isn't an MMO. This isn't, it's a shooter, but like, it's not really an RPG. You know, like, it, it, it didn't, it doesn't. Yeah, because there's no to MMO this, element to yeah. Destiny aside from the fact that you can see other people in the tower. Yeah, so to like, this day, I still look at how they branded that and I go, it still doesn't work. You know, I, I I appreciate Destiny for for what it is. You know, Destiny One, <laughs> Destiny mm-hmm. Two is a whole different story. But um, you know, that's my concern about Battle Royale is that you look at Fortnite and you go, "What can Epic do next for Fortnite?" And I don't mean like, "Oh, they're going to team up with DC now and and Dark going to drop in, or they're going to team up with you know Jurassic World uh, is about to come out, so now they're going to bring a special mode where there's dinosaurs in the game." Like those are cool, 
and I and I would play them, but like that doesn't that's not the evo- that's not the next evolution of this game. It's not it's not Battle Royale 2.0. So like how do you make Battle Royale 2.0 a thing when the basics of what Battle Royale is is so simplistic that you have to be really careful with anything that you do to right. it. And I think right now is as long as Epic keeps up changing things up and adding these special game modes in as frequently as they are. Like that's one thing that I don't like is like, oh, I got this great 50 v 50 and I had a lot of fun with it. And it's kind of like, oh, then when's the next game mode? Oh, it's a month from now? Like, so I got to play the game normally for that? No, they're doing it consistently. So that's one thing that I do like about Riot is every weekend they have a different rotating game mode and bring some of those game modes that you've done before back because guess what? Like if you do 50v50 and then you don't do it again for like a year, like you're going to get people that are going to get pushed away from the game. A great example is Destiny. If if they would have had it more frequently where, you know, Sparrow Racing League or something something like that uh, came back around... It, it works better. Like, it's proven now because of Fortnite. It's proven now because of League of Legends, you know. Um, but the the gapped release, the only the only company that, the only mainstream game right now that I can think of that th- has success with that is Overwatch. Overwatch will have that occasional, you know, thing, but they, it is not yeah. weekly. Now, they do have, like... They do it, like, season-based, though, yeah, too, so right. that so that there's almost an excuse for it. Like, yeah. oh, sorry, you don't get the Halloween because it's not Halloween. Right. Like, yeah, you know... They, they've, yeah, exactly. They've made it work. But, and Destiny tried to do that as well with some of its things, but, like, Sparrow Racing League, um, you know, and but versus verse, um, um, Iron Banner. Iron Banner is a much more frequent thing that shows up. You know, like... I feel like if you don't have Iron Banner, like it almost should be like if you don't have Iron Banner, you have Sparrow Racing League. Yeah. You know, like rotate between the two, add a third one in there if you yep. want, and, and just then, rotate yeah. through. And then level up your seasonal stuff yeah. either on top of it, overlay them, yeah. or just, you know, replace whatever that weekend was with that and then right. keep and, going. And it could be the same maps and everything until every three months or every six months when you do have your refreshes, you're like, now that we added two more two maps to Sparrow Racing League and we added a new thing to Iron Banner, right? So, like, the growth of those can expand versus just saying, like, here's Sparrow Racing League with two maps, then it goes away, and, uh, you know, in six months when we bring it back, it'll have two new maps. No, just keep using those two maps. Let us keep playing every other week or something, and then in six months be like, the new maps are here. Yeah. And everybody that's been playing Sparrow Racing League for the last six months are like, oh, yeah, new maps! We're going crazy! Just like PUBG when they released a new map. Everyone lost their damn minds. Yeah, And making an MMO. But that's for another show. <laughs> um, the last thing I'm going to say is... I enjoy Battle Royale. I've I've loved it. Actually started with PUBG and like got super into PUBG for like two weeks until Fortnite came out and then I just Fortnite took over. I enjoy the game more than I enjoy PUBG. Not to take anything away from PUBG because I still enjoy playing it from time to time. It's just the the style of play and the building aspect and the fun game modes and stuff like that, I enjoy that much more over with Fortnite and Epic. Uh, I don't want to see anything happen to this genre, so I'm hoping that the things that we did talk about today do come to fruition for these teams and they can figure out a way to keep people involved and keep people uh, enjoying this game mode so it doesn't die off like the the music game industry yeah we don't want to see that because because it has this has become so popular at this point that it will affect so many other parts of this industry Mm -hmm. if it fails 
and let's just close this off by saying we don't think it's on the verge of failing. I just don't want it to get to that point. Right, exactly. And, and I'm seeing this inflation, and it all it can do is, all it is is throwing flags for me, like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Let's think about this for a second. We're in a good place right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That sign right there says Silent Hill. You don't want to go that way. <laughs> I like I like what a lot of people are like. Well, you ever heard the phrase "If it ain't bro- if it don't if it ain't broke, then don't fix it." Right. I'm like, bitch. Have you ever driven a car? You need to maintain that bitch in order to make it keep going. Like, and that's, you know? <laughs> yeah, and that's true. And that's so it's it's a very delicate balance that that right now I'm siding heavily on the one side. Like, be careful, but you always have to continue trying things. Right. Don't stand still. You stand still and you're dead. Like, yep. that's all there is to it. You're, so you're 100% right. All right. Well, this has been episode 55 of GameZilla Alpha. It has been brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Start your patronage today. You will get great perks like the best perk there is, early access to this show, GameZilla Alpha, every week, Thursday instead of Sunday. So you get three days early access to all the great content over here at GameZilla Alpha. Yeah, and uh, make sure to stop by GameZillaMedia.com. It's our website where we have all of our other products, all of our other podcasts, our blog, everything that we're doing you can find from the website, and uh, you can enjoy it. You can also join the Discord right from our website, and uh, that's free. You can talk with gamers from around the world every day about things like Battle Royale. We have our, It has its own channel. But you know what we're not going to do? Make 20 channels of, like, Battle Royale, Call of Duty, Battle Royale, Fortnite, <laughs> because we don't want to oversaturate our Challenge Discord accepted. because then people will leave the Discord. Do you see what I'm getting at, people? Okay. <laughs> I would like to just say it feels good to be back. Uh, I want to let everyone in on a little secret. We were talking about this topic before the show, and Jazzy was like, I don't agree with you. We're going to fight. And all I can say is that Jazzy kind of got on my level, so I am claiming that my return was a victory and i won this one <laughs> welcome back grimlock well thank you so much you're welcome and uh you know maybe i'll just keep talking to myself forever now on oh, the show great now i don't need to come to the show anymore that's true i'll just gather all the microphones and put them in front of me so i can even shift microphones to pretend like i'm different Those people different people yeah you know yeah just change your voice a little bit yeah it, it could work you know i can get a few tips from craig wk it could- I don't man. I don't know if you want to go that far. <laughs> Anyways, as we talked about in this show, we're going to give you a little bit of heads up because why not? We can. We talked a lot about what we could possibly be seeing out of E3 with the Battle Royale genre today. We will be doing in-depth coverage of E3 this year. Each of the major conferences going to have their own podcast and recaps and blogs and yeah, lots of sticker coverage. books and social media, pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah, we're we will be blanketing E3 and covering it all with with a lot of content. So again, stay tuned on GameZillaMedia.com. Follow us on all the social media outlets: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever it is you like to hang out. We're there, and uh, get ready for some fun E3 coverage. That is going to be, it's going to be E3 coverage, but it's also going to be real coverage. If we don't like something, you're going to hear it. If we love something, you're going to find out why. And we're not, you know, we're not paid off because you support us thanks through Patreon. So we're allowed to speak our minds and give you the true coverage, unlike a lot of these other outlets. No names to be mentioned. Yeah, we're not going to mention names. 
Don't do it. But we're better. No. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. I want to. <laughs> I was going to really spoil that for you, but I figured, eh, it's your first show back. We'll give you a break. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out, everybody. And uh, we know we'll see you next week. But until then, game, game on. on. Man, Battle Royale, though, you want to go play right now? Uh, I've been playing on my phone this whole this whole episode. Oh, well, thanks for inviting yeah, me. Yeah, I haven't I haven't won any though because I'm terrible. <laughs>